We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Oh, hello everybody. Hope you're all doing well. Welcome back to Esports Rewind. My name is Jake and you are? I'm Zan. Hello, hello. Hello again. Oh man, what a week so far. How have you been, Zan? Yeah, life has been good. Everything's going pretty great for the channel, so that's always nice to see. Yeah, it's yeah. been uh, it's been another one heck of a week, I'll yeah, tell you that, man. Definitely. You know, I walked into this room today and I, if anyone cares, and especially audio listeners out there, I got a tiny little bandaid on my hand. I got me a cortisone, cortisone, cortisone. cortisone. I'm pretty yeah. sure you're trying to say cortisone. Cortisone yeah. steroid. Yeah. That's what I was, cortisone, st- shut the frick up. I got a shot in my hands. In uh, preparation for placing it with a cyborg arm. Yes. We're all gonna, very excited. We are working on making me a complete cyborg to work better here on the channel. So oh, absolutely. It's all uh, for content. Yeah. I, I can't wait to make that, that change for all of you viewers out there. It's really going to be a fun time. And with all of that being said, if anyone doesn't care, let's break it down. You ready to roll, Zan? Yeah. Let's do it. Story number one, inbound. All right, Zan, I know we always say it, but this first one's going to be a short one and going to bounce it right off you, okay? We're going to go to the French scene for a little French dip. Oh, oui, oui. Yeah. (laughs) Nice, dude. Well, my first name is French. Oh, shoot. Yeah. We're not going to reveal that, though. (laughs) Yeah, true, true. People act crazy. Now now people are going to be like, wait, his first name isn't Zane? To be fair, I don't use my first name anywhere, so it wouldn't matter. Yeah, and I don't use my right last name, so (laughs) we're just a bunch of aliens. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, uh, so we go to the French scene. That's going to be Vitality CEO. Just first fresh thoughts on this. Um, I guess a little bit of background. Vitality has been doing amazing things so far. Whenever we mention them in a video, you know, it, it's weird to see when we mention some smaller videos out there, like the scenes we don't touch on, like Overwatch is certainly a tough one. Whenever I mention Vitality for a video, it's always a solid a solid viewership that follows that team around. Their CEO had an interview uh, not too long ago, I believe a few weeks back, and he brought up a very interesting point out there in the esports pro scene. Pretty much his objective or what he wants to do is he would like to reveal what he pays his players. Ah, yes. I would, I'd, love to, I'd love to hear that. 
true. And this yeah, is an article. This, yeah. this is, by the way, a video idea I had for like three weeks. And Zan is our utility guy. So he yeah. was waiting for me to post a video to pair the article with it. Mm-hmm. And every day for like two and a half weeks, like Joe Jakey to post that video. There's yeah, so many videos coming out. It was just waiting. It was just in the queue. I like to keep my queue empty. I like to get all my work done. And that was just there. And I'm the and annoying I guy. I like to work <laughs> ahead. And so uh, anyway, uh, you know, just your first thoughts yeah, on that, because true. obviously the complications around that, it would mm-hmm. be very difficult. But as as from your perspective as a viewer, or maybe give me two perspectives, from a viewer and then from an owner, mm. would you prefer that Vitality start revealing its player salaries? As a viewer, as a huge fan of esports, absolutely. I think we need more transparency on this. Not not just for the fans, so we know like, oh, how how is my favorite player doing? Are they all right? Are they, are they being properly compensated for all mm-hmm. this work they're putting in? But also from the perspective of I would ideally like all esports players to have some kind of standardization to a certain extent. Yeah. You know? like yeah. So, so we know people aren't getting like aggressively gypped. You mm. know? Um, and then from an owner's perspective, I don't know. That's tough. Because like, e- e- even if you just think about it for five seconds, you say, well, if EG is playing their team like, I don't know, like five mil, and you're only playing your team one mil, then like, What's to stop them from just being like, hmm, maybe you should uh, slide a couple more zeros my way? Yeah, like, that's yeah. that's definitely the it's issue. I, yeah. I think I think a lot of people out there would agree with you in terms mm-hmm. of, especially from a news outlet. Right. If yeah, they release those, we got videos all week long. So Not heck, all week. We got videos all year long. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like so-and-so's salary went from this to this. Easy. Yeah. Boom. Uh-huh. Drop it. So mm-hmm. obviously I'm biased. As a news source and as a viewer, I agree with you. It'd be great to see what these players are making, but I also agree with you on the other side of things, which makes a lot of sense why it's not a thing, Mm. is this could cause so many issues when it comes time for, I think the example I used was, if you are an organization, you're paying your players, maybe let's say way too much, and you realize you could have got some people way cheaper, or if you're trying to get other players and said team you know pays them 100,000, you know exactly what you can go in with, just over 100,000 and take that player away. Yeah, from the, in that same perspective though, I think sports in standard traditional sports, a lot of those player salaries yes. are public. Yep. And I think what that does allow teams to do is kind of just equalize cuz that's that is a large part that's of the esports point. bubble that yeah. we've been talking about. A large part of the inflation and a large part of the reason the industry might go through a little bit of a rough patch is yeah. people are getting paid too much. And that's a fair some, point some to people. make. That's a really yeah. fair point to make because then all yeah. of a sudden you could be, if, if everyone knows everything, mm-hmm. we could see a leveling out and maybe, heck, maybe it's what we need. Yeah, honestly, it could be. <laughs> and then, of course, then the bid mm-hmm. war becomes a lot more fair. It doesn't yeah. become a, a Hooney type deal where right. all of a sudden God knows how that deal went down. The, the mm-hmm. boy sits down and goes, 2.3. And they're like, sure. Because like, oh, they don't know what everyone else is paying. It's like, I mean, he said two. That's a low number. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you said two? <laughs> <laughs> they just they just If it two, starts with a two, it's got to be They low. heard two, and they are just like, yes. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> Point three. <laughs> Frick. A million. Ooh. <laughs> but, either, but either way, what do you guys think? I think yeah. that it's a great debate out there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it has its positives and its negatives. I think, you know, one last question for you, and we'll end on sure. this. Yes or no? Do you think in the next... 10 years that esports salaries do become more public. Absolutely, they have to. It's going to happen. There you have it. Next topic. All right, Jake, I want to talk about Call of Duty Modern Warfare. For yes. 
I'm down. Yeah, whatever we, you're gonna say. We've been talking about it all week in the office. Our entire chat has just been like, "Oh, you see this new oh thing with modern gosh, warfare?" Dude. It's all like, yeah, but we're we're gonna be specific and we're gonna address skill based skill based matchmaking. Yes, dude. Real quick, yeah. I was gonna talk about this later, but oh, okay, I have no. I have a backup topic, okay, so we're cool, good. Cool. You roll with it. No, hey, I think I think maybe I might not be going taking the same tangent as you. But okay, I, I just want to touch on a highlighted, very specific aspect of this. Um, for those who aren't familiar with skill based matchmaking, basically what it is is the game matching you with players of similar skill levels. So it'll take into account like your KD, your accuracy, stuff like that, you know? And while this helps average players not get stomped, it kind of, if you're above average, then you have to try really hard every single game just to do okay. Sweats. Which isn't isn't ideal. You know, you want to relax and play Call of Duty sometimes, you know, not like It's tough too, but that's what that's constantly. what people want to do apparently. Yeah, well, who knows, right? Can't remember the last time I actually played COD relaxed, even <laughs> even if there wasn't skill-based matchmaking, but hey. Well, hey, you say that, but surprisingly, people are doing this really interesting thing. I've never seen this in any game ever. So, they're going out of their way to find lowest scoring players in their lobbies in their recent player list, right? They'll take the bottom person and they'll join their game Jesus so they can get into Christ. a low skill level game, right? Which was interesting on itself as a card player. That's guy. unique. Yeah, right? They're so weird. But then it, they, they escalated another level. They took that and they started taking screenshots of really like just trash games, right? And they're like, okay, guys, I found this game. Everybody in here is terrible. Everyone's below 1KD. Okay, guys, just add these people as friends. And then just join their games and play with them whenever they're online. And then from there, go to their, the this other lobby. This is such a COD thing. <laughs> it's such a COD right? thing, man. But it's so it's fascinating. It's, it's smart, though. Yeah. If you need a workaround, <laughs> people are going to find <laughs> a workaround. It's not convenient, obviously. Yeah, obviously it's not what people not. want. But the people that really, really want uh -huh. it, they're willing to go out there and, and do whatever it takes. They're putting so much effort in. <laughs> Like, I'm going to join XX Epic's X no, yeah, in I his just, lobby for days. I found, like, did, like whole <laughs> groups of people just, like, sharing screenshots. Like, oh, Jesus okay, like, Christ. let's compare. Are these people worse than these people? I don't know. You know, is, is that, like, the entirety yeah, of that's all, I just this is a dedication of COD yeah, fans? I just wanted to, like, touch on that real Well, that's quick. perfect because yeah. I'll bounce yeah. off that as well. We'll make uh -huh. an entire topic talking right, about go. SBMM. Let's, let's do it. Let's and do you it. guys, of course, can leave your thoughts on it. You know, mm -hmm. do you like it? Do you not? And I think I always love to hear what you guys have to say. For sure. Like, my perspective on this is... Um, you know, obviously people to most extent, I would say in Call of Duty, a majority of people don't like it. Mm. And so uh, you've already explained what it is in its entirety. But I think there's certainly there's got to be a question of why doesn't Call of Duty offer the same thing that so many other games offer? Mm. And that's the option of SBMM and non-SBMM. And we've seen it with, I would say, probably uh, one of the best. That's fair. Fortnite, I, I won't give Fortnite too much credit because they, they change things so frequently. But in terms of the number of game modes they do offer for casuals, and then also there's been a lot of debacle around their ranked play as well, so keep in mind that. But why not just offer both? I don't know. I think we, And we, does any game do it well, though? In our, in our last meeting, we had actually just... That was literally the thing we said. Why don't they just have a ranked playlist and a non-ranked playlist yeah. and have SBMM enabled and ranked? Where you can be a highly, yeah. high high KD player and mm. play with trash newcomers. Mm -hmm. Or you can go to ranked play and play with brothers that are of your of your same rank yeah, or of yeah. your same KD or whatever they balance it by. Mm. But to, the, to their defense, how many games do that very well? Because from a CSGO background, mm. they do have casual game modes, mm. which no one really would... No one touches to the point where they go in there and they're like... They go in there for a long period of time to enjoy themselves. Mm. Most competitive players in CSGO, they enjoy ranked competitive, mm. and they don't go to casuals to stomp casuals when they... Not for extended periods of time. Right. 
So is there a game out there that does it extremely I mean, well? I don't know if people will agree with me on this because I, I, I. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> it's not like a super. This is not like a super hot take. This ain't that spicy, right? But I think Destiny does it okay with its. Oh, okay, player. I thought you were gonna say some kind of fighting game. Oh, I was like, no. do they even have competitive fighting? Oh well, games? yeah, ranked play fighting yeah. games. Yeah, of course. We won't dive into that. Yeah, but you Yo, think Destiny... we can talk about actually Dragon Ball that has a great rank. Let's system. go back to. Yeah. Let's stick with Destiny. Yeah. More okay. about yeah. people know that. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, <clears throat> um, yeah, the way Destiny does it. Once it's not great for if you're not good at PvP, which is the problem, I think. Yeah. Because it's such a large skill gap between being, oh, you're one-shotting people essentially half the time, mm -hmm. or you're like struggling to get a kill here or there. But in casual play, you get a decent combination of matches where you get people who can like really, really just dominate a match, right? Yeah. You wind up against a six stack or something, right? And in competitive, it pretty, I feel like it pretty evenly matches you with people who are just as in your same general area. In yeah. Way, you know? And I'm, again, it, it's so tough to talk about these things because there's so many other issues with all the games oh, you absolutely. mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Like if I want to mention CSGO, then people bring up the cheating problem. Mm -hmm. uh, but I would say if we're both going to stay on that point, at yeah. least. At the very least, games like CSGO and Destiny, they have the option. Yeah, they have a ranked mode, and they have a non-ranked non mode. <laughs> yeah. Activision, Infinity War, like, pff, wait. Even wait. Smash Brothers has that. It's like, what are you, like, <laughs> if you... If Smash Brothers can be more competitive reasonably than COD, there's a problem. You're making billions off your titles, let alone yeah, right? mobile's going to make you billions in the, in the way future. Oh, it's already made millions. Like, I think last number I saw was like, yeah, COD Mobile's made like $60 million or something. In the first month, so yeah, it's like, yeah. ugh. There are so many Call of Duty issues. We'll mm. keep on talking about them. SBM continues to be the talk. Of All right, Zan, this was definitely a debatable topic, but also a topic out there which we continue to be very grateful for in terms of organizations that reach out to us. Mm. Um, it happens a lot in the R6 scene. It happens sometimes now in the Rocket League scene. It's kind of the, the smaller organizations, the ones we really do respect, though, that kind of reach out to us and realize, hey, they might cover this. Let's give them some details that they want to know. Right. Uh, that was actually about RBG, and I, I mispronounced their name because B and G to me are the most confusing letters. When I can see how, yeah. For I keep on calling RGB. It's RBG. <laughs> Mr. Breadbasket of the United States over here. <laughs> I am just brainiac. <laughs> yeah. uh, a Rocket League organization, though, we actually got the chance to talk to both their owner, their co-founder, mm -hmm. he has a lot of titles, and their community manager about a recent thing that I'm going to bounce off you. And that's comparable to a lot of esports out there. It's still a rarity, though. That being the removal of a player or a pro from your lineup after you achieve something great. Mm -hmm. And why I word it like that is because this team in particular um, RBG, they had made RLCS. It's the most prestigious league, the highest level achievable in Rocket League. Right. Um, and during that season, they obviously compete, and that's probably the, the most consistent prize earnings besides DreamHack events and other events, but it's the be best league you have in Rocket League. Mm -hmm. This team makes it, they qualify, and one of their trio members, Aeon, they remove him from the roster. And so from just that, there's more details, guys. There's more details, but from just that Check alone... Check out the video. It's a good yeah, video. Yeah. We do have a video on this as well, but with, just from that taking... What's your take on that? If you are, you know, what, what are your thoughts if a team all of a sudden removes a player that helped get them to one of the highest points in their eSport? Well, I think you have to take into account they are just entering the highest point of the eSport. So at that point in time, you have to take everything an extra degree of seriously, right? And Rocket League is very much a team-based game. Like the that, fact that it's a trio, it's, yes. It's a small team. Yeah. If there is one weak link, then you're gonna mm -hmm. then you don't have a team essentially. And mm -hmm. I think they all probably understand that. I'm sure they had a conversation with him. And I'm sure this wasn't just <coughs> like a, a knee-jerk reaction, oh well, we don't like this guy, let's get him out of here, right? This is I'm sure pardon me, they deliberated about this for like an extended period of time. Mm -hmm. So I mean I kinda don't blame them. If they 
it must have been a rough choice to make. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I imagine it's going to be hard to find a new player like with any kind of speed. But you know, I think I think it was probably based on what they've said about it. Maybe it was. It sounds like the right call potentially. Yeah, and uh, you know, obviously adding the more details that we mm-hmm. do know now, you know, it was a mutual decision. Right. Um, but I also would say, rightfully so, on the community side, we saw so many people freak out, mm-hmm. and that's because we we are a knee jerk community, right? Right. Like whenever we see Very things like so. this, I think a lot of the time, I think I would say a far majority of the time when things happen between an organization and a player, no matter what it is, people try and side with the player. To be fair, normally it's the organization doing some like you know some shit. Yeah, we've stuff. which we've seen yeah. a fair hand of organizations yeah. <laughs> make some bad moves. So obviously we're gonna try and defend the yeah, player. Yeah, people are a little biased at this point, and I feel like honestly I feel like defending the player is probably the safer move out of the gate because I'd I'd rather help an individual as opposed to an organization. Yeah, we, well we're learning that yeah. right now with the uh, face clan Tifu stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, God, we've been oh, back and, been back and that's forth on mess. that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, ma- no matter what happens, people are gonna hate me because I've been back oh, and forth. I've been like, oh, he's winning. Maybe they're winning. Honestly, who knows? <laughs> I don't think they know. To be honest. <laughs> um, but dis- despite that, you know, this definitely going forward brings a lot, shines a lot of light to how we're gonna cover things as well because mm. we found out when I first saw the story, I'm like, wow. Like, what, what are they doing? That's so stupid. Then we learned the background details, which were right in front of us the entire time. And yes, to your point, they had all talked about this. Aon, the player they kicked, he agreed with the decision. He was okay with the decision, has not even actually made an outburst ever since. He's looking for a new team. And so I, I just think it's very curious going forward what the next one will see like this is, because I think it is a rarity in terms of making a huge achievement and kicking one of these players. We don't see it too often. And it kind of just uh, you know opens it up to what the next one will be and what the circumstances will also be and I think it's a reminder everyone out there as well always look into the background details don't jump gun don't knee jerk background details beyond a twitter thread too yes go at least three twitter threads deep (laughs) that's what we do we check at least three twitter threads Uh (laughs) all right Jake so I just wanted to uh I wanted to check back in with the epic game store Ooh, like, it's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. We haven't talked about it in, I think, months at this point. It's, it's been, definitely been a long time. Yeah, And uh, at this point, last week, I believe, was the uh, year anniversary. Really? Of the Epic Games Store being Did released. not know that. Yeah, yeah. That's why I figured, hey, now's the perfect time to see perfect. how's it doing. You know what's up. And? And? Uh, surprisingly, doing pretty well. Really? Yeah, yeah. Which we wouldn't have expected considering how everybody in the community was like, this is the worst thing ever, I hate it, oh, I people, hope it burns. Oh, yeah, people yeah. were angry. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of died down a little bit in a weird way. So uh, anyway, the Epic Game Store, everybody touted it as the first legitimate competition Steam has had in probably like the entire 16 years. Which is probably still around. true, yeah. despite mm-hmm. we've talked about some other things coming right. up, but true, true. as of right now, still remains true to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, they're, they're definitely the only competitor of like bank, bank, like money that really Oh yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. And uh, the main benefit for, the main, the main thing that Epic was pushing with their store was a better revenue split for developers. And they were like, hey, this will get, it may not bring players, but if they can get the developers, then the players will come anyway because the players will, at the end of the day, go wherever they can play the game. Yeah. You know? And as of, what was it, March of this year, Epic reported that they have achieved 85 million users. 85 million? Steam. Is that a lot? How it many, is. How many Steam users? Steam only has 90 million monthly. Get the frick. 85 million monthly? Or eighty five million like they said they said eighty five million. They didn't say monthly, they okay. didn't say like but I mean in That's to important be fair, because it is it is important. It is important. I would assume but, I would assume they meant eighty five million total. 
total users, and Steam has a substantial larger portion, which yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Steam, their current users in total is over a billion. That makes right sense. Now. Yeah, but, but active, still. And I think, to be fair, that's in March. So, I mean, most of those accounts for Epic probably were still active, considering it's only been like a couple months. Yeah, but still, that. 85 million is a... It's a pretty solid That's number. Respectable, like definitely, especially considering like where we were like a couple months like prior, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, while we don't know exactly what kind of sales figures Epic is looking at, we do know that developers have reported, hey, it's working out for us, like great. Which is a, you know, a large happy. portion of why it was very important. Developers mm -hmm. not only making more, but having possible connections too, mm. uh, that ultimately makes better games. Yeah, absolutely. And it seems like, Hey, Jake, if we had hopped on the Epic Game Store bandwagon at the top of the year, oh, right, we would have had over 50 games for free in our library because they actually upheld their end. They, they promised we're going to give you guys one free game a week. Oh, that was a thing? I that was a thing. Oh, I didn't know they, that. They, yeah, I don't, they were just like, yeah, so and now they're at something like 56 games. I mean, good for them. Good yeah. for them. But yeah. still missing tons of features. Yeah. Still the, like, yeah. There's a lot more to the it. Best situation overall in terms of usability but hey they're doing decently and if nothing else they forced steam to kind of fix like a lot of their problems and steam is definitely underway of fixing yeah. a lot of things you you brought it up mm. a month ago or so as well mm. with the, all those french lawsuits and right. other lawsuits that are still underway now too mm. um i i think it's definitely it's good to have competition always yeah, absolutely you know to combat the point about free games obviously steam has hundreds of free games which they could hand out to. Well, I mean, they're like free to play, though. You know, I mean, yeah, these, these, I, I know Epic what you mean. was at least giving like, hey, this this game is twenty bucks. Or this game is for forty bucks here. Just okay, that's it. okay. That's yeah. more to note then yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but mm -hmm. I definitely think the competition is good. And we talked about one two weeks ago. Do you remember the name of that one as well? Mm, I don't. Mm. It's not available not top yet. Of mind, it's, huh? it's not, yeah, it's, but it's really not. Out, it's not out yet. But so. it's coming out 2020. We assume was theoretically. The, I think it was Q1 2020 was when they were supposed to release. And I mean, just like, just like, yes, it's a war. But just like you know, the whole mixer YouTube uh, Twitch thing. It only mm. makes the platforms try and be better. So yeah. I don't really have an. I, I mean, don't have a problem with it. At the end of the day, we the players win, theoretically. Yes. As long as no one gets scanned, which is very is yeah. somewhat unlikely unless a data breach happens. Almond. We've seen like 50 of those yeah, this I year. I so I say that in gaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But yeah. we are set to be the ones to benefit, and Absolutely. we'll see, especially 2020, what Epic changes up as Fortnite's on the decline, if Ooh, they're going to focus definitely. more on that development, Ooh, on, on that uh, whole... Hey, maybe Epic will actually make a game again. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> that would be Epic. Not, yeah, right? That, dude, right. <laughs> dude. I haven't even thought about that. 2020 uh, is going to be Epic. Yeah. Quite literally. All right, Zam, my last topic today, we're double dipping in the Call of Duty Sounds scene good. because, you know, we just love FPS titles over here. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, let's keep this one sweet. Let's keep this one simple. Uh, you know, I don't think that Call of Duty can call themselves sweet right now because a lot of backlash. Can they ever, to be honest? God, dude. That is the least, that is the furthest from sweet I could describe it to Oh, you. my. This podcast is pre-recorded, by the way. Yeah. So by now is out my video just complaining about Call of Duty killing itself. <laughs> I think Zan would even only add to the list of things they have done to oh, absolutely. really deter people from that game. But oh. speaking of which... It's a very debatable, debatable point out there in the Call of Duty scene. We did a video on this as well. That being the first Call of Duty event of the, this year. Of mm. course, it's also the first one about before that, the Call of yeah. Duty yeah. season. Yeah. You know uh, what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. This was an Activision-sponsored Call of Duty event, which, by the way, had zero Call of Duty pros participating on the Twitch platform. They brought in a bunch Insane. of streamers, a bunch of gamers. Mm -hmm. Zan, give me your first thoughts on this because... Whew, trying to hold back right now it is just like what like it is it's kind of impressive how good activision is at shooting themselves in the foot 
It's like, like, it's like, like, are you tr like, do you got a boardroom full of people? They're right. like, okay, we're doing a streaming event. We mm. need big streamers mm. that are not Call of Duty players for a Call of Duty event. Go find 20 of them. Yes, they found a few Call of Duty people, but zero they pros. Couldn't, they couldn't have got anybody from the Call of Duty League. Where was Crim6? Crim6 like, could have easily, ex like, that is ex Exactly. Perfect. Top perfect. of my, here's yeah. the thing that baffles mm. me, and it could have mm. changed everything. Yeah. I'm sure the event went well because, let's be honest, their mm. goal is to sell more games and right. sell battle passes because they really struggling to do that right <laughs> yeah really really struggling <laughs> but obviously if you want to bring in new viewers yeah. new eyes we get that guys okay they mm. probably did a justifying job doing so but it takes one tweak mm. it takes crimsix formal scump mm. now let's easy. be easy that's that's all they're easy. call of duty pros and they stream with gigantic it does not have to be the whole you can get three <laughs> Three. Three. That's all. That's plenty. <laughs> Put one on each of the. There were four teams. You just get three teams. We, we had TP. One per team. TP was there, by the way. Okay. TP, okay, we've okay, talked about. Okay. Former pro, mm -hmm. a gigantic Call of Duty streamer. He fits the profile. You had Hitch, you had yeah. Hutch. Those are the only real big Call of Duty figures mm -hmm. you had. Mm -hmm. You couldn't take away three of those other people that played Fortnite. Or some other random game. Fortnite dying, by the way. Fortnite's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's I'm like I'm trying to speak their language. Obviously, they don't understand Fort English. <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't make, be making Activision. these decisions. Fort die. <laughs> like, like I don't know, man. And I and I think a lot of people agreed with me. But mm. we we understand it takes it, right, it's absolutely. a financial move they made. But it, it's just so weird to me that you cannot single-handedly invite just one, two, three Call of Duty pros. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to bash any of the people that were on the list that were mm. actually there. Yeah, the that's not our intention at all. And yeah. I guess very lastly as well, let's precaution on the on the side of what if. This is me on Activision side. What if? Because we've talked about loaded agency, mm. all these players with agents. Mm. What if formal or scump or mm. crim six were charging? to be in the event. Do you think they would? It's a 250K event. I don't know if they would. Activision's got money. Oh, so you, okay. That's not All an right. excuse. They don't, they, they've lost every single right for that excuse. The second they started to try to put like a okay. death counter in the game and charge you $20 for it. <laughs> no, that's reasonable. <laughs> no. <laughs> but okay, yeah. So you would say even yeah. if it cost them tens of thousands of bucks, get those big boys in there? As long as it was under like, I don't know, 50K, absolutely. Honestly, no. I would say up to fifty thousand dollars. I'd say it was worth it. Yeah, because uh, really and truly, Activision is in a position where they're like really infuriating the, their core community right now, like all over the place. And anything they could do to make those people happy, they should be doing. It, it's oh man. The more I think about it, the more mm. I get angry. Yeah. Two last points. Uh, first of which, this was the biggest pre-season uh, event we have ever we have seen for a long, long time in Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. Black Ops Four saw some 50k code rivals and our code reds and Twitch rival events. Nothing like this. Activision announced the biggest pre-season tournament I believe we might have ever had in Call of Duty, and don't invite a single pro player. That pisses me off. Yeah. Um, secondly, as well, when you really compare it to what if you do another one and you have not four teams, you have eight teams, or maybe keep it to four so you don't make uh, you know too many people mad for being out, out of there, but you have four, eight teams, same event, same format, but you invite only Call of Duty pros. Whoa. Jake, you're being too reasonable. You need to, you need to dial that back, sir. Like, like can you not? Like, people get a chance to see the competition yeah. before the competition starts. It would be nice if you could do some stuff like this for the Call of Duty League that everybody thinks is going to fail. Hey, maybe give people some hope that it's going to do well. <laughs> that's, a, that's a line, man. Yeah. That is a freaking line. I just want to shout in their ears, give us some hope. Yeah. This tunnel is so long and mm. so dark, mm. and there's so many things 
that are trying to stop us from getting to the end that they just keep on putting in front of you? It is actually kind of wild because they know, Activision knows, they've made statements like, oh, we know you guys, <clears throat> you know you guys don't have a lot of faith in Call of Duty League, but trust, it's going to be good. But they haven't said literally anything or done literally anything to say like, yeah, this is why it's going to be worth all this money that people are putting in. This is why it's worth it to like pay all these players all this money. This is why you're going to want to watch it. They haven't done anything. It's all been the players. The players have done all the legwork. All of it. And that legwork is slowly mm. becoming harder and harder to pull. Yep. And as the audience goes, you can see the game reeling. Yep. You know, we'll, we'll close it on that. What do you guys think of the Call of Duty first event we've seen this year? <clears throat> Excuse me. Having zero pro players. Zero pro players with a big following either. Yep. And how would you guys fix this game right now? Is there a freaking fix for Call of Duty? Next topic, and I'm afraid it's not one that's gonna, you know, lift our spirits, okay. make us any happier about the esports world. God dang it! Yeah, you know, I didn't know you were gonna go on like that's my oh, bad. Yeah, we should have planned our topics. Yeah, true. We should have coordinated, so to we could have so angry. We could have staggered like happy, angry, happy. But <laughs> no, it's just anger, no. anger, anger. What <laughs> yeah. do you got for me? Yeah, so we're gonna talk about the Olympics real quick. Uh, and how they just like we had hope. They, we had hope. You them. gave us hope. Yeah, because they, they said everything. They said all the right things. They were Just like, to clarify, yeah. I think it was a few weeks ago, Zan brought up the yeah. topic of there's events right before the Olympics that mm -hmm. are going to involve esports. Yeah, there was a, there was an Intel World Open that kind of had a partnership with the Olympics. Uh, it was going to take place, I think, in the same arena. And they were going to host uh, Street Fighter and Rocket League. And it was the closest esports it ever got to being like an official uh, Olympics event. And we took that as a good sign. That, we hey, did. They're, they're open to it. They're making moves. They're making their... They're extending a hand, you know? They're saying like, hey, maybe come hang out, you know? <laughs> but now we reach out and they're like, they're taking the hand, they're slapping it. Yeah, <laughs> like, get out of here, uh... you plebs. But no, so anyway, the International Olympics Committee, every year the release, uh, or like at least right before an Olympic event, uh, this next one is gonna be 2020, they release a statement saying like, hey, this is what we're thinking uh, in terms of the Olympics. And they've basically confirmed that they don't, they don't want esports. They're not interested. <laughs> uh, to you hear that audio let me listeners? read their quote because it is just it is it is it is Shut truly us down something. Lightly, Zan. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I would. I'm gonna say this with a pinky up because that's how I imagine these people oh, talking. Frick. As they're yeah. typing it out, probably yeah, just yeah. <laughs> just one hand typing. Well, I mean, you know, they probably can't type, so they're doing the one the one finger hunting uh, and pecking thing. They're the, the freaking parent yeah, trying absolutely. to speak into their phone. Absolutely. But uh, here's what they said. With regard to electronic games simulating sports, was <laughs> just that alone. I couldn't have started any better. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry. Yeah, you, you see why my pinky is. I up understand now. Yeah, now. yeah, the summit sees great potential for cooperation and incorporating them into the sports movement. Many sports simulations are becoming more and more physical thanks to virtual and augmented reality, which replicate the traditional sports. With regard to other electronic games, the summit concluded that at this stage, the sports movement should focus on players and gamers rather than on specific games. With also with, uh, basically, uh, sorry. Keep Google going. Drive, Google Drive glitched out, copied one sentence twice for yeah, some reason. Yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah I don't Keep know what to say running, about that. Anyway, governor. continuing. <laughs> this focus on individuals should promote the participation in sport and its benefits, as well as a healthy lifestyle at all levels, including a health management model for elite sports competitors, including both, including both physical and mental health. Can you summarize yeah. that? Give me a TLDR, because basically they're I'm saying my pinky being in you esports people are lazy and you don't work out, so we don't want y'all. That's what I thought. I <laughs> that's what I thought I heard. Yeah, and then they also I don't want to read too many more quotes. They were like they went on to say that yeah they'd like more traditional sports games. So they're like yeah, the vibe I got from that was like yeah NBA 2K. 
or, or Madden, or, Madden or, or, you know, FIFA. Gosh, maybe, man. maybe we'll let you guys in. We'll open the gates. But, you know, any, anything like CSGO, anything like Overwatch, Rock, even, even something, League of Legends, even something like friendly to advertisers like Rocket League, which they don't we thought open to. Yeah. For the longest time, uh, if mm-hmm. anyone was curious, I think it was a year or two ago, we thought approaching 2020 that Rocket League would be one of the titles to uh, take an Olympic role yeah. because it's, uh, it's family friendly. It's not gory. It's not mm-hmm. gun violence. Uh, it's. Um, yeah, it's un- just racing and it's kind of it's kind of tied to football in the mm. sense that a lot of football organizations or football clubs are actually in Rocket League as well. Mm. It's really sad to see that a physical incapability and a lack of physical and what they call maybe mental, mental health, health yeah. is is keeping us out of the Olympics. Especially um, that, that one hurts. Line, that line in particular is so <clears throat> ridiculous to me because I'm like, who who out here is watching the Olympics and going like, you know what, I should go to the gym. God. <laughs> Dang, they're like, what What are the people that take the sled, the toboggan or whatever? I think that's like what, luging? Is that what they call it? <laughs> or is, I don't know, is that luging? <laughs> I don't know. This, that sounds Or it's right. like those Maybe. people that do the ice thing. Ooh, shuffleboard. Shuff- no, no, it's not no, shuffleboard. No, okay. No. It's not the shuffleboard on ice. <laughs> No. God, we sound so stupid. Yeah. No, I think that is luging. Is it? Maybe, maybe. You guys know what we're talking yeah. about. You take a toboggan down an ice thing, or you, anyway. or you shuffle a freaking disc on ice, and that's an athlete? Yeah, boy. Yeah, I, I, next time I watch some luging events, I'm going to think, you know what? I should really, I should go lift some weights. Yeah, you know, I want to go gonna, luge more. You know what? Let me let me take some time, do some deep introspection, build my mental health. Just so I can like, go yeah, so luge, I can, like, baby. You know. It's just... Oh, dude, I've seen some very <laughs> physically fit esports athletes Absolutely. or pros. You know, not people don't like throwing out the athlete thing, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean you got to keep us out of the Olympics. You know, I think people seem to be not realizing that so many of these teams have like physical health coaches and mental health like psychologists working. Yeah, with them like constantly. they actually do work out. Yeah, you actually believe have it to. or not. Yeah, a lot of them actually do work yeah. out. It's always a mental test. Yeah, and some teams physically work out. Mm-hmm. Others don't. Yeah, true. but it's still becoming a much more common thing. We mm-hmm. see it like dominant, very very dominant teams are the ones that have taken on the full yep. nutritional, mental, and physical aspects of esports. I think just earlier this year, Astralis said part of their. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. didn't want to bring it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you didn't want me to see us go over no, here. Always talking be, about Astralis, but, but hey, they are. I'll take the bullet for you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, they said like yeah, they attributed a lot of their wins to their no, their new uh, sports psychologist. They, they are the yeah. prime example mm-hmm. of physical, mental, just overall excellence, and Absolutely. that's and it's working out for them. Mm-hmm. One last point for me is when it comes to physical or mental health, how many NFL athletes are going to end their careers yeah, totally right. physically and mentally healthy? Huh? Uh-huh. Olympic? Wait, wait, they're not in the Olympics. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> I just. <laughs> Frick, dude. I just proved yeah, him to right. To be fair, you could probably apply that to most sports. Anybody I know who plays sports like at that like aggressively <clears throat> high level, sure, they take care of their body, but they're Mental so health? stressed constantly. Yeah. And they're miserable. Mm. And they're like they're doing it because they love the game, of course, and they're like, you know, like making a little bit of money doing it. But like at the end of the day, I don't know if I can say, yeah, that's what I want my kids to be. You know? That's deep. That that runs deep, man. <laughs> At the same time, True. though, <laughs> never mind. I don't, I don't want to fight against this anymore. Either way, uh, 2020 Olympics are set to not happen for esports. Yeah. 2024. Probably still not happening. Wait, they is there also, not interested. I'm going to ask one last dumb question. Mm. Is it every two years do we switch between winter and summer Olympics? I don't, I don't know. I think nah, we just I really we don't. should not open our mouths sometimes. Who cares about the Olympics, to be honest? <laughs> well, I do. For I'm e-sports. certainly not going to be watching. Okay, it. so 2020 no go. 2022, yeah. if there's Olympics, mm. we might be there. Yo, Olympics, you're really going to start making a lot of people mad if you start doing this esports stuff. We got a huge view viewership. 
Not us. Not, not us, but the esports community. E-sports. <laughs> well, hey, we're getting there. You yeah, know. yeah. So yeah. watch out. We're gonna yeah. stop watching you. Hey, you don't want to be up in our Twitter threads. Just yeah, know for real. I'll, we we throw real shade. Yeah, I'll say it again. Watch out, or we'll stop watching you. <laughs> and just like that, everybody, episode thirty-one of the Pod Pod Podcast Esports Rewind brought to you by Jake and Zan. Zan, closing yeah, yeah. statements as per you. Yeah, let's hit it. You know, if you are interested in listening to the Esports Rewind on the go, in the car, you know, if you happen to be going to the gym, because Esports, we work out, yeah. you know, unlike you hear me Olympics, yeah, we can, you can always find this on the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network, on your favorite podcast platform of choice. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify. Hit us up. Uh, you know, also, as always, check us out on YouTube at Esports Talk. Hit us up on Twitter. We love hearing from you guys. Love hearing what you guys have to say. DMs. Yeah. You know, we try to respond to as many as we can, but, you know, very, very busy, like, all day, all day. Um, also, Instagram. We're doing a lot of stuff on Instagram now. We are moving some of our videos over to Instagram TV. Uh, not, like, moving, moving. Like, we're also posting them there. So if you're interested, yeah, yeah, go check us out on Instagram. Post some pictures. We'll eventually get some behind-the-scenes stuff up on there, we're thinking. You know, we'll see what happens. So much coming for 2020. Oh, absolutely. Oh, watch out for that video. We're going to do a video where we ta- uh, share a little bit of our plans. We are going to give you guys a breakdown video of all mm. of our plans for 2020. It'll be a short video, but a yeah. nice video to see what the future mm. might hold. Until next time, we hope you guys all enjoy the Esports Rewind podcast. Same day, same time, every single week. Until next time. Thank you for joining us. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.